I'm Colleen, and this podcast is an inside look at recovery, which I define as a lifelong journey to get out of your own way and become your own best friend. Join me for mindset upgrades that move you from worry and regret to resilience and confidence. I'll share easy strategies for how to feel better without having to make major changes. Because it's not what you do, it's who you are. Self-care is the path to recovery because our needs are not negotiable. The foundation for emotional sobriety, as I teach it, rests on two key principles, awareness and responsibility. Awareness is the ability to tell the difference between what's happening in the external world and what's happening inside your mind. And 99% of what you're thinking about isn't really happening. There are so few and simple circumstances that are out in the world that are objective and not personal. And the rest of it are the stories that we are telling ourselves about who we are and what's going on and what that means and how that affects us and what that means about our future and what that says about our past. Most of what we experience in 2022 is imaginary. Okay. So the ability to tell the difference between imaginary shit and real stuff that needs your attention that that isn't the product of your imagination is is what awareness is it's where you learn how to not believe everything you think and to be able to break a situation down and take responsibility which is the second um key to emotional sobriety take responsibility 100 percent responsibility for everything you think because everything you think is what is causing your feelings. Nobody's making you mad. No situation is causing you your the the suffering. You know, there's a saying that says pain is inevitable in life. Life happens, life hurts. But the suffering happens in the mind. Because most of what happens goes away in an instant. Somebody might say some words, they that hurts or something happens, you know, you get into a car accident or you get fired from your job or something where it happens and it's over. And then what continues to happen is the thoughts that you have about it. So in this video, I'm just going to do a short example of a recent situation in my life and break down what, what emotional sobriety looks like, awareness and responsibility, so that you can see um, and be motivated to apply it. Uh, so the situation was um, for, I, I had applied for a program that I was very excited about, this particular group, and it was for business development, for online life coaches. Um, and getting into this program would have meant that I would be helped with, you know, email marketing and program development. It also would have brought me into a circle of other women doing what I'm trying to do just in other niches. 
And I really long for and crave that community. You know, it's hard to work from home alone, come up with everything I'm doing on my own. There's a lot of reward in it, of course, but I was really excited about this program and I had come on to the program or I'd been turned on to it back in February and I'm recording this in May and I had paid to get into her entry level program. And then of course there's a bigger program and oh, I wanted it. I was salivating. The program itself, wait for it, buckle up. The program itself was $25,000. And I had convinced myself that everything I needed to grow my business to where I'm hiring and expanding and creating group programs and you know, still coaching my one-on-one clients, but how do I do all of that? How do I make actual money so that you know I'm not just breaking even every year, which is kind of what I'm doing right now, uh, but I'm getting it. And so I was ready to spend this kind of money. I justified it as you know, if I was getting a master's degree, which I already have, but if I was getting a master's degree, then um, you know I would. That's how much master's degrees cost. And the program itself said, you know, if you if you invest twenty five thousand dollars, then you can make. We will t- t- teach you how to create a business that generates two hundred thousand dollars. And I'm like, well, that would be that would be nice. I could hire an assistant. I could bring home my own, you know, nice. Uh, nice salary and I could continue to invest in the online software and other technical support and stuff that I need, like $200,000 in revenue for my business for just working by myself. That sounds amazing. Yes, I want that. So I went through the application process and I met all the parameters. You know, they want you to be making a certain amount of money and have a certain amount of clients and have a certain amount of experience. They don't take part-time coaches. So I fit the bill in every measure. And their kickoff, um, their kickoff program live event uh, was in Miami in this coming August. And I'm going to Miami. Like I literally almost bought the plane ticket. I'm so there. I got the money together, um, borrowed some of it, took some out of my business account, took some out of my savings account. I'm ready to pay for it. And I didn't get in. And so that is the neutral circumstance. And that's what I'm going to start with. I applied for a program and I didn't get in. That's all that happened. I got a rejection that said, thank you for applying this program. Uh, At this time, we're unable to offer you a slot in our upcoming class. Please continue to work on your business and reapply next January when the next class opens up. That's it. One little email. And having done the work that I have done to develop my own mind and to take responsibility for the way I thought and feel, I had prepared for this because I had heard that that they don't accept everybody. I just pretty much thought that I was a for sure shoo-in. Like, come on. I mean, you know, like I exceeded the base, I exceeded the expectations or the minimum standards by three times in, in some, in some areas. So I was prepared for this though. And so I want to talk to you about what first came up for me that created pain, which pain is normal. And I also made space for myself. I was actually um, at another conference in Miami uh, for the She Recovers event when I got the email. 
And I was getting more and more worried because I figured if I got right in, I would get an email that said. So the fact that I didn't get the email, I was like, okay, is, did I not get in? So I was, I was kind of prepared for the fact that I wasn't getting in. And so then in, in, indeed I didn't. And I was right in the middle of a conference, listening, participating, and I excused myself. I, I loved myself enough that I did not make Colleen sit there and act like that didn't just happen. And that, you know, three months, four months of preparation and hanging my hat on this dream and this idea that that wasn't a disappointment. So I told the people at my table, I'm going to go back to my room. I need some time. I'm going to let myself cry. So that's what I did. I went back to my room. I laid down in my hotel and I let myself cry. Now, why did I cry? Because my thoughts, I had some sad thoughts. And remember that our feelings are just the physical manifestation of our thoughts. We hear the words we speak. We feel the thoughts we think. So why did I cry? Because I had thoughts like I did something wrong. Like I submitted my video and I submitted my application and they are laughing at me. They're like, is this chick for real? No way is she getting into our program. So I had this sense that I did something wrong. Um, so then I started rethinking, you know, my video and all of that. Then I thought it's because I'm not good enough. They saw through me. So I did this video where I'm all confident. See you in Miami, bitches. And then they saw through that. They saw that I'm a fraud, that I'm just pretending to be a coach. I'm just pretending to run an online business and to be able to make sales and to be able to grow and to be able to handle, you know, the next phase of this business. Um, I'm a joke. And they saw that. Okay. What else came up for me? Ah, this tracks. I'm never invited into the inner circle. Since I was a little girl, I've always been on the outside looking in, looking at, at the mean girls, looking in at, you know, the successful people. And I'm just on the outside looking in. Okay. So here's me looking in the window of all the cool people, of all of these successful people, and I'm outside. Okay. That's my story. And I guess I'm sticking to it. Okay. So that came up for me. Also, the thought, I'm all alone. I'm all alone. I have been doing this business all by myself. Um, and then I got kicked off of social media. So I couldn't even pretend that I had friends and followers anymore. Like this has been a really hard year for me. And now I'm all alone. Like, you know what? Thanks Facebook for kicking me off of social media and kicking me off of Instagram and taking away my group and taking away my following. And then now, you know, now I'm willing to pay you know, pay to play. I'm willing to pay hard earned money to get into a group. Can't even buy my way in. Can't even buy my way in. Okay. Um, but the pain point, all of that, I was able to see that those were just thoughts and those were not the truth. And I'm going to get to what the truth is, but this, these are the thoughts that were coming up. These were the tears, but the biggest pain point for me was that over the three to four months of watching the videos and marketing emails and drinking the Kool-Aid, if you will, is that I had developed a belief that what I need to grow my business is in that program and that I was being denied success. That program 
was in between me and success and the doors had been shut and I am no longer able to become successful. That was the pain point belief. That was what I was able to identify that was giving me the most. I can handle not getting in and being an outsider. I know how to fly my middle finger just like anything else. No, you go fuck yourself. You know what I mean? But what was really painful was that I believed that this program was worth the $25,000 investment. And the reason I believed it was worth it was because I listened to all the podcasts and everything that she gives you is turnkey. And it was everything that I'm missing. So the belief that was creating me the most pain is that I'm missing something and she has it and I've been denied. Okay. So the emotional sobriety is me owning that those thoughts are just thoughts and there's other possibilities. My thoughts are not true. Just because my brain thinks them does not make them true. And especially the outsider looking in, that is an old story that I've had since childhood. And I won't bore you with those details, but we moved around a lot. And I've always felt like the outsider. That is a familiar way that my brain interprets a stressful situation, especially in a predominantly female-oriented environment. So my brain just took that pattern, females, group, me, not invited. So I recognized all of this. So I took responsibility that the way I'm feeling is not true, or excuse me, the way I'm feeling is completely my own responsibility. And I was able to work through all of the thoughts except for the one, which is that everything I need is in that program and I don't have that. And that was where I had to do the work. That was where a good cry wasn't going to get me over it because I still had to face the fact that I've got a lot of questions and a lot of blank spots and a lot of skills that I need to develop to learn how to serve my clients, to learn how to run a a successful, profitable group program, and to move into the next level. And so the new thoughts that I chose to embrace is I heard myself explaining this to somebody, so evidently my subconscious is paying more attention than than my real conscious, I heard myself explain to my roommate when she came back to the room that my problem belief is that everything I need is in that program. And I said, but it really, I joined her last program and everything I need really technically, I heard her give it all away on the podcast. Like it was really nice to get into the program and have things packaged, you know, in digestible, you know, organized manner. But really, anybody, just like Goodwill Hunting, what is, uh, not Ben Affleck, but Matt Damon says, any jackass with a library card can get a college degree. And so what I know now about doing this business and promoting myself, I give away my best shit for free. It's just the fact that when you come into my program, it's it's packaged in more digestible ways so that here's the breadcrumbs and here's the support and it's awesome and it's worth every penny of it. But this program that I wanted to get into is no different. This gal gives away most of her stuff for free. And in fact, the reason I wanted to be in the program was because I was listening to podcasts on various aspects of the program where she describes in-depth explanations for how she does what she does and that's why I want to join it. So. In the end, what I heard myself explain to my roommate was that uh, I had 
everything I need to go find the answers that I, I'm searching for. I need help developing a better group program. So I bet you there's podcasts and I bet you there's free webinars. Oh, and P.S., I've got $25,000 sitting in the account in the event that I want to invest in a different program with a different you know, expert who can show me what I need. There's more than one expert in town in anything and everything all the time, especially in the online space. There's no shortage. So in the end, I realized that my biggest pain point was feeling like I was being denied success in my business and realizing that that's just not true. I've got two, two feet and two fingers no, I got 10 fingers, two hands for Googling all of the information I want. And I tell you what, within a week, I had identified three new expert role models that I am now looking at their programs to see if I would be, if they would be a good fit for me. And I've moved on completely and I know, but it was just so cool. And that's why I'm sharing. It was so cool to be able to feel the feelings and recognize the thoughts and not mistake them for the truth. Each thought as it came up, as I laid on my bed and shed my tears, I did something wrong. No, you didn't. You're doing a kick-ass job, my friend. You are killing it. You are crushing it. Your clients love you. You've grown. You've started from nothing and you've done amazing things. You're killing it. So I was able to take that feeling, not as a sign that I had done something wrong, but as a sign that I was thinking something was wrong with me and pulling it out. No, that's not true. Weeding my subconscious garden, if you will. And I was able to go through all the thoughts one by one and say, no, this is not true or this is what I want to think instead, this is the work that we do. And I'll tell you, it took me, uh, I, I cried for approximately five to seven minutes. I didn't want to run my makeup, but honestly, you know, that was really all I needed. And then I calmed myself down. I did a little bit of journaling by the next day. So less than 24 hours, let's go 20 hours, 17 to 20 hours within a very short window of time. I no longer had an emotional owie. I no longer was triggered. I could tell the story without needing sympathy. I, I didn't even want sympathy because I'd already fucking figured it out. I got it handled. I don't need anybody to tell me, oh, you're okay. Like I didn't want that. I'd already figured out I was okay. This is emotional sobriety. And this is the power of learning to distinguish between what's going on in the real world and what's happening in your mind and then taking 100% responsibility for everything you that you feel so that you can figure out what you think and your thoughts aren't true. They're just sentences in your head. And if you don't like them, you can change them. Thanks for listening. If you liked what you heard, please take the time to rate and review the show so that other people can find it. I really appreciate it. And check out the show notes for any resources I've mentioned, including links to follow me on Instagram and join my private Facebook group where I connect with my tribe every day. I love it in there and we have so much fun. And finally, if you're ready to redefine sobriety so that you can feel excited about quitting drinking, 
Follow the link to my 10 Days to Spontaneous Sobriety course, where I will help you eliminate, eradicate, obliterate, cancel your desire to drink. Because looking and feeling your best is addictive too. I'll see you soon.